BJMO Oncotalks, a podcast series from the publisher of the Belgian Journal of Medical Oncology. Hello and welcome to this podcast. With me today is Dr. Bob Lee of the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Centre to discuss the Phase 2 Codebreak 100 trial recently presented at the WCLC 2020 meeting. Targeting KRAS has been an oncological challenge for many years. What makes Satorasib different from previous therapies in this respect? Yes, so KRAS is a difficult nut to crack despite its discovery nearly 40 years ago and lots of efforts in R&D. It's just a very round and smooth protein with no pocket for, for drug binding generally. And the downstream inhibition attempts, such as looking at MEK inhibitors, have largely failed because of narrow therapeutic index. So Sertoracib is different because it uses a novel mechanism of action, and that was based upon the discovery. Uh, this was uh, credit to uh, Dr. Shokat's lab in uh, UCSF, published back in 2013, seeing that Pekeras mutant protein actually oscillates between a GTP-bound active state and a GDP-bound inactive state. And when it goes into an inactive state, it actually opens up a pocket at the switch to region, and that pocket gives a drug-binding opportunity. And further work uh, done by uh, my colleagues, uh, Pira Lito and Neil Rosen and others at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center had described this trapping mechanism where we can actually develop a drug to bind to that opening pocket in a GDP-bound inactive state, and thus trapping the KRAS mutant protein in its inactive form, that thus shutting down oncogenic signaling and the cancer stops growing. So Sertoracib uses uh, the similar mechanism of trapping by binding to the uh, GDP-bound uh, inactive uh, KRAS G12C. So this is a highly specific small molecule uh, that inhibits KRAS G12C with a totally different mechanism than previous attempts. Are KRAS G12C mutations a common finding in non-small cell lung cancer? And does the presence of such a mutation have a certain prognostic or therapeutic implication? Yes, KRAS G12C is the most common KRAS mutation in lung cancer. So it's approximately 13% of lung adenocarcinomas. In fact, it's about half of all KRAS mutations. So it's in lung cancer. So it's a pretty common oncogenic driver. And historically, the presence of such mutation is associated with bad prognosis and without good therapeutic options. So it's unfortunate to have KRAS generally, because we don't have very highly effective targeted drugs, and these patients do worse. So that's the historical prognostic and or lack of therapeutic uh, implication. Uh, with KRAS. And coming back to the phase two Codebreak 100 trial, what kind of patients did this trial enroll and how were these patients treated? We looked at uh, a total of 126 patients across 11 countries. So this was uh, uh, spanning across North America, Europe and Asia Pacific. So quite a diverse uh, population of uh, patients in terms of geography. And these patients were uh, predominantly current or former smokers, 92.9% of them had a smoking history, and that's consistent with the biology of KRAS G12C. Uh, median age was 60, 63 and a half years old, and those patients were pretreated up to three prior lines of therapy. And the vast majority, 81%, had both platinum-based chemotherapy and PD-1, PD-L1 inhibitors in the past and progressed through that. Uh, and about 90% of patients had either the platinum uh, or the, uh, the PD-1. Uh, inhibitor. So this, this is a, 
treatment refractory uh, population of patients. How did Satorosib perform in this setting? And did the drug prove to be durable? Yes, so the primary endpoint was overall response rate, and we achieved a 37.1% uh, overall confirmed overall response rate. We also saw 81% of patients had some degree of tumor shrinkage, so it did help most patients. The median percent of tumor shrinkage was 60% shrinkage, so that's uh, an including three com confirmed uh, complete responses and 43 partial responses, suggesting these uh, shrinkages or responses were deep. And in terms of your question on durability, the duration, the median duration of response was 10 months, and about 43% of responders remained on treatment without progression as of the uh, data cutoff last month. And finally, based on these results, what are the future plans with Satorosib in non-small cell lung cancer? So uh, this is a clinically meaningful uh, result, and based on the overall response rate of 37.1%, a median duration of response of 10 months, we also saw a median progression-free survival of 6.8 months. These results uh, have been submitted to the uh, regulatory agencies, including the United States FDA. The Sotorasib drug was granted recently granted the breakthrough therapy designation by the FDA, so that's encouraging. And the regulatory filings have been submitted to the FDA and the European Medicines Agency uh, for approval. So it's currently under review. There are also ongoing dialogue uh, with other regulatory agencies in other countries, including China, including Australia, Japan, Canada, Brazil, many other countries. So we, we hope to uh, uh, see uh, further uh, progress on that, and we hope to bring the drug to patients uh, in the near future. Dr. Lee, thank you very much for your time and also for your expertise. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by the publisher of the Belgian Journal of Medical Oncology. For more OncoTalks, please visit bjmo.be. Thank you for listening.